And then I remember, this is what I wanted to ask you. I don't know when you remember this, but at some period there, I overtook dad. And dad was no longer the guy I was trying to hang on to. And, you know, if he if I wanted to go fast, he go, get in my wheel, son, and we go fast and do the last 10K or something. And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, we'd swap turns. Then all of a sudden dad was in my wheel and then he couldn't. And you were the one looking wheel. after him. When did that happen for you? Can you even remember when that transition? I'm trying to think when that happened for me. I can't even remember exactly, but it was in the first few years, I remember. Well, it, it's always a time actually that, well, for me and my dad, it was always a time where he was, yeah, not looking forward to the day that I was better than him, you know? Mm. It's like, soon you're going to be better than me. Soon you're going to have to look after me. Um, but I think the, the time, like, how I... Like, we have a Lee's Chain Gang every Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. Um, actually, at the start of the 2012 Olympics, this Chain Gang was, like, seventh on the medal table or something after the first week of the 2012 Olympics. What does that, uh, what does that mean? Well, the Brown Lees, Lizzie Armistead, and uh, we also counted Ed Clancy. All their events had already been, so we had two golds, one silver, one bronze. Ah, right. So we were seventh on the medal table. <laughs> um, anyway, so this was yeah i remember like the times like building up for this like i would uh we drive there and i'd do it i'd turn around early and meet them on the way back and eventually yeah we'd go around the whole way from home i think that's the biggest measure of when i was getting better than my dad like he would kind of hang on up the up the shevin we call this hill on the way home yeah like we go all the way around and yeah we could do the hill and there's probably about 10 guys left and we we raced the last maybe 5k to the finish from there and then a sprint and uh my dad would often win and then there's a time where yeah i got stronger and then it would just be like me and the brownlees and a few other guys left at the top my, sometimes my dad won't get back on oh no and then there's and then i start winning the sprint and uh yeah now my dad's yeah he can't really keep up and i'm the one on the front of the shevin so <laughs> I'm Mitch Docker and welcome to Talking Luft, which is our spin-off series here at Life in the Peloton. You just heard a snippet from my episode on the cycling podcast last week with Tom Pitcock. Be sure to go across and have a listen to that. It's a great episode and the timing was perfect. He is absolutely flying right now and if anyone has seen the last few races, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. So listen to this episode. It's great because it breaks down who he is, where's he, where he's come from, how he's feeling in the peloton, and where he's sort of going. So go across and have a listen to that. All our episodes are over on lifeinthepeloton.com. You can hear Talking Luft there, but you can also hear full episodes over at lifeinthepeloton.com as well. Today I've got him on Talking Luft, which is awesome. Break him down a little bit more. This is a bit more funny. As you know, this is my shorter series where I get to know my guests a little bit more. As you know, we talk a little bit of style, cycling caps, training, a little bit of life outside the peloton. It's a bit of a laugh. So sit back and enjoy this one, guys. I know you will. 
Let's get started. First question is cycling caps, caskets, you know them, the mini cycling caps. How do you wear yours, mate? When you don't have your helmet on and you're walking around with a cycling cap on, how do you wear yours? Is it forwards? Is it backwards? Does it have the brim down? Does it have the brim up? What's your style? I wear it forwards, the peak thing up, and... uh... Oh, no, no, no. I'd wear it down and I'd put the... Like how you're supposed to have it, the euro way, you know, with it off your head a bit. With luft, very good, mate. I don't really wear caps though, so it's not very often that I do that. But if I was wearing it, that's how I'd wear it. You know, that's the only way you can wear it, isn't it? Unless if you don't wear it like that, you're doing it wrong, right? Exactly right, mate. The worst thing you could have said there was I could have it pulled down as hard as I can on my head and have it backwards <laughs> with the brim down. I think that's completely opposite of what I would have wanted you to say. All right, next question is, if you could have raced in the times with no helmets back in the 90s, what would your style have been? Would you have gone just with your hair in the wind? Would you have worn a cap? Would you have worn a headband? What would your style have been? Mm, probably would have worn a headband, actually, you know. Mate, yeah. you're just going up a notches in my book right now. Very good. <laughs> Getting all the right answers. Head, head uh, sunglasses. That's bad boy. Look, look that. Wearing a cap would be too warm, you know? You don't need a cap all the time. No, that's right. Exactly. All right. What's your all-time favorite race? Could have raced it or could be a race you still want to do. Roubaix. Junior Roubaix. That is the best race you'll ever do. That is... That's a mega race, that is. What? Under 19 just before the big boys or under yeah, 23 in the middle of under summer? Under 19 because it, it was the, mor- the morning of the pros, so there were the crowds and mm. junior races are just chaos. So great fun. Do you like crosswinds or mountains? Uh, crosswinds because crosswinds can be easy. Mountains are just straight hard. Ah, good answer. Training or racing? Racing. Are you a coffee stop guy when you go out training? No, actually. No, I don't. Saturdays at home, yes. But otherwise, no, I don't. I don't like stopping. I like getting it done, coming home and then lying on my ass. What do you get when you stop for coffee on that Saturday at the shop? Um, do you get like actually, cake? Of, or... often, often I actually get nothing. Just do it because it's done. the done thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just sitting there hating life, going, I hate this, and I just wish I could yeah, go home. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> some, sometimes I... Um, no, no, I think sometimes I actually get like... Not anymore, but, you know, when I was younger, I got like full meal. Oh, yeah? Um, what, like a pie and chips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was... Yeah, if I was swinging. Sometimes when I was like... I think when I was like under six, when I was like 15, 16, I used to get toast and then I oh, used yeah. to put sugar on it. And butter, I broke up butter the and sugar, sugar. The sugar cubes and put sugar, just straight sugar. Oh, that old that old combo, the old sugar on toast. Yum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. It's nice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> take your word for it, mate. Um, what coffee do you drink? I've heard that you don't drink coffee. No, I don't. Never had do you, one. Do you, do you drink tea? Nope. Well, there we go. Don't drink much, to be honest. Water, apple juice, orange juice. I like Fanta, to be fair, but I don't like any other fizzy drinks. 
so yeah, what is your poison? What's it, what is your go-to drink? Like, are you do you drink alcohol at all? I I do drink it for the purpose it's used for occasionally, but um, not the purpose it's used for. But no, yeah, just really. have a bit of fun, let your hair yeah. down or something. But it's not like a, a go-to for you. Like, what is your go-to drink? Like, if you go, you know what? I'm really looking forward. It's been a hard day. I'm really looking forward to a cold. Or a hot, I don't know, what would it be? I don't, I don't really look forward to a drink, to be honest. No. Not even a cold water. Well, yeah, it can't be a cold water, can you? But Well, there we go, that's what maybe it is. Yeah, that's, that's boring answer, that, and it can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can just say whatever you want. I've had sparkling water on this before. Someone said that I had Juan Margarate, said his favourite drink is sparkling water, and he, he goes by it. There you go. My fa- well, my favourite drink is apple juice. I like apple juice. Done. Perfect. Do you train with a group or train alone? Uh, either. I'm, I've gotten better at training on my own, honestly. I used ah, to so never you go were out a, on my own. You were a never. group man before. Yeah, but now I can. Now I'm happy going out by myself. I quite like it sometimes, you know, a bit of peace. Just getting your own, your own time. Clear your head. Totally, yeah. That's, that's half the reason why I ride sometimes. It's just like, oh, it's just like a nice, you know, moment yeah. to... Sometimes you just don't know that you have anything on your mind, but you get out there on the bike and it's like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Tell me what your favorite training loop is like, and someone out there is going to know it. Describe the loop that you just go, you know what, I love doing that loop. That's my loop that I do. It could be, you know, where is it? Tell me about it. Uh, it, Well, in Yorkshire, from my parents' house from Leeds, go straight out to Kavpav, down the valley and back, you know standard for everyone who lives there you know mm. and you can go as far as you want you know you can go you can do five hours to be fair the valley is probably if you do five hours you get to the end and you need to come back but you can go over the hills for the end so what um, is it a 10 hour ride five hours down five hours back no, 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 that's a no, nice, no. That's a nice day hour. beautiful two and a half out you know five <laughs> hours in total but like the cafes yeah two and a half three hours there and back cup path the one I thought about. So that's that standard ride that. Rolling hills, lanes and stuff? Um Yeah, yeah, lanes. Lanes rolling long long next to the river. Nice no, it's nice. Yeah. Mm, nice. What's your favourite bike, mate? What's your best bike? If you can think about it, one bike you just go, you know what, that's the best bike. I love that bike. I'm gonna keep that bike forever. Um I haven't got a best bike, but I've got every bike I've won a world title on. Nice. Still with the mud or the, you know, every bike I've uh, yeah won a world title on, I've kept. So, Mate, you might want to stop that tradition because where are you going to keep all those bikes? <laughs> You're going to need a bigger, bigger, bigger landing. They're all on the landing outside my bedroom in the attic in, uh, in my parents' house. And the issue with you is that most of the races, well, not most, a lot of the races you do are in wet, muddy races. So you've got these yeah. filthy bikes everywhere. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you let it dry and then you cover it in hairspray and it'll keep the mud on. Ah, there we go. There's a tip. Yeah. Heyman, Heyman needs that tip for his Roubaix bike. He probably knows that already. Is he? Yeah, that's, there's dust in it. That'll yeah. work even better with dust. Yeah, right. Where'd you pick that tip up from? Um, might have been from Van Art. That's what he did with his bike, you know, when he, I think, yeah. I'm not sure actually, but 
something that's found its way into my head. The old story goes with caps. Back in the old days, you know how they used to race with the caps and they used to be able to keep the luft, you know, like as you say, the Euro style. They used to hairspray the hats back in the day to keep them nice and Ah, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's where it's come from, I think. I've just found the origin. Yeah. From the luft. (laughs) From the luft. Mate, tell me war story. Now, this is a story that it's just one of those days and it could have been, you know, for me, typically it's like dropped out the back in the middle of a grand tour. It's just that day where you just, it's just that, that story that just comes to mind. You're like, could have been down the, the valley that you just said with the chain gang, you know, you got four punches, you broke your chain, something like that. What is your war story that just comes to mind when you think of it back? Well, my war story is the day of Yorkshire world. Well, not the mm. day, but because, you know, it was three or, weeks, three or four weeks before I crashed out of Lavinia. I smashed out my three front teeth. I fractured like five bones. My knee was in pieces. I had concussion. I had to take three courses of antibiotics. And somehow I still managed to make it to the start line in the world in Yorkshire in front of home crowds. And mm. that day in the rain across the moors, up over Greenow to Harrogate. You come into Harrogate and there's thousands and thousands of people all shouting my name. That was... And uh, on the moors, you know, I get taken out in a crash, break, snap my frame, change my bike, get back on in the rain. That's that's a war a war story. Like, I shouldn't have been there. I shouldn't have even been racing. And then mm. I finished third. And, yeah, that's a, that's a day, like, if you want something, you need to, you should work for it no matter what, you know. Mate, yeah, that's that's perfect. Tell me now, what is your cheat meal? That that one thing you go, you know what? I'm going to let my hair down today. I've done my six hours, or I've finished the race. That's it. I'm having that tonight. What is it? Um, well, not really. During training, I don't have any cheat meals because, like, I'm away from home. And my cheat meals are at home, you know, curry, fish and chips. They're like, I look, like that's the thing I look, most look forward to when I go home, going to fish and chip shop. That's, uh, yeah, I love Go down chips. the chippy, would you even get fish? You just get a whole big bag of chips. Yeah, fish, chips, scraps, mushy peas. What's scraps? No, what really, are scraps? No, scraps is like the crispy batter that's fallen off. They just scoop <laughs> pile and put in. <laughs> they actually sell. They actually sell that. Yeah, yeah, but it's free. It's free. Extra scraps is free. <laughs> what would your order be then? Walk in the chippy. Yep, I'm here. Tom Peacock, give me this. What is it? Can I have fish and chips uh, with scraps and mushy peas, please? Lovely. Anything to drink? No vinegar. Don't put any of that stuff on. No. No. I don't, Makes it too don't sloppy. Need, don't need a drink. You don't need a drink after all that. Well, I probably have a drink with me, you know. I probably have my yeah. water with me or something, yeah. or some Ibiza. Uh, all right, mate. Last question: What is the best thing about riding a bike? Um, sense of achievement, you know. Sense of achievement, also the satisfaction you get. You know, you go out on a training ride and it's raining and and it's. And you get out, go get it done, and, and you come home and you can just chill, you know? 
like it like at my my parents up I always think back to them because they were the easy days you know when it was just doing it mainly for fun and mm. you go on a Saturday you do five hours you ride to Buckton 100 mile come back watch a film in front of a fire satisfaction of that there's nothing else like that beautiful mate that's perfect thanks for being on Talking Loft no worries thank you well I hope you enjoyed that guys send me through your feedback on our Instagram at Life in the Peloton or on Twitter at Life in the Pelo or jump across to our website and send me an email because I love hearing from you I love hearing the feedback so thanks a lot remember all our episodes are on our website in case you missed it we also have our merch shop there. If you haven't seen that already, go and click on that. Check out there some stuff there. There's some t-shirts, some caps. And also, the Life in the Peloton caps are restocked. They're coming back. They'll be here in the next few months. They're in the order process. They're getting made as we speak, as well as the release of our Rafa kit collab. So that's going to be coming out. People who ordered that, that kit's on its way soon too. And then there's going to be some kit released after as well for the people who missed out. So guys, until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers.